Today, I consider myself the luckiest man on the face of the earth. I was born ready. Who's scruffy looking? Rich all night! Come with me if you want to live. Walk drive, Mr. Scott. No. I am the father. Bond. James Bond. You gotta be a man to wear tights. I see in your eyes the same fear that would take the heart from me. I have rousted with an alligator. I don't tussle with a whale. I don't handcuff lightning, those under and One small step for man. One giant leap for mankind. Sons of Scotland. This is Sparta. Go ahead. Make my day. Welcome to the Grit Podcast. I'm your host, Michael Stuckey. I hope you liked our intro song. That's uh, The music that you heard in the background was Guns Drawn by The Roots. Uh, very, very nice. Um, again, I'm Michael Stuckey, and here is... Tyler the Sidekick. It's Tyler the Sidekick. All right. The Grit Podcast, where we talk about being a man. Manly things, beer, women, green tea, green tea. <laughs> I'm drinking tea right now. <laughs> You're also drinking a beer, though. Yeah, well, they go well together. The health effects are very good, supposedly. Not really. What are you drinking? That is, uh, it's like Point Amber Ale, I think. Something I found in the fridge, so I drank it. Okay. One of those pick six beers? Uh, I think it was one of Mitchell's. Okay. Wait, were those yours out there? No. Never no. mind. Sorry, Mitchell. Yeah. We uh, we like to drink beer. We uh, If you go in the living room, there's hundreds, literally hundreds of beer bottles, and I'd, I'd say the majority of them are not the same. Yeah. What do you mean, agree? Yeah, well, I mean, if you're going to drink, what's the point? Drinking the same thing over and over. <laughs> We all have our favorites, but it's, I don't know, it's its cool to try new things. Yeah. So, um, like a podcast. Like a podcast, <laughs> exactly. Um, so, you're drinking a point. I'm, I'm drinking this, it's a, it's called Victoria. It's a, like a, a cerveza. I've heard about it. Yeah. I'm going to take a sip here. I don't see. It's pretty good. It's a. Uh, not really indistinguishable from Corona or <laughs> Modelo or anything, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I used yeah. I used to think Mexican beers were like the height of brewing, but that was when I was still young and didn't really try other stuff. I still like them, but there's obviously a lot better out there. Yeah, besides Dos Equis. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I like Mexican beers. They're they're refreshing. I, I eat. I played beer pong with it once, and it was really. That was one of the, one of the first times I ever played, and it was it was bad. Yeah, <laughs> I despise beer pong. Yeah. So today, I figured if this is a manly podcast, I, th- I think every once in a while it'd be cool to like talk about manly men or you know the archetypes of of a man in pop culture, in movies, film, music. Whatever. So. Right. James Bond. 
adulterist murderer. <laughs> that's what that's one family of all. <laughs> now, disclaimer here: um, everybody's got um, faults and and vices. Yeah. James Bond, we wouldn't say we're gonna we're gonna discuss why he's such a popular topic. Really, not just like a example of a man. Right. He's not. He's not a role. There's a difference between being a role model and being a masculine character. Being the macho guy. Yeah. Yeah. Even though he's kind of like the charmer. Uh huh. Cool. So I've watched James Bond since I can remember. It's there's some of like the most classic movies I've ever seen. Yeah. They there's 22 of them. 23 coming out this November. Um. It's the Second longest running franchise in film history. What's first? Godzilla. Oh, I guess that makes sense. There, there's like 28 of those. Yeah. How many have you seen? Of Godzilla? Yeah. Um, I, I don't even know if the American version counts. The Matthew Broderick one. That's the one I've seen. Yeah, that's the only one I've seen. And then I, I feel like I went to a friend's house one time and watched one of the old ones. I thought it was pretty cool, but I was also in third grade, so I don't know if it would hold up so well right well back to James Bond um I'm gonna ask you some questions a little pop quiz see if you see if you know anything about it really okay um can you tell me and this is film based not um you know James Bond was is based on Ian Fleming's novels he he created this guy and uh they were all, they were in books, and then they made films. And the books are basically based off of him. I mean, they're not completely autobiographical, but he was a spy during World War II, and he definitely slept with a lot of women and killed some people. But <laughs> I, I don't know how much is lifted right from his life. I don't think he ever met someone with metal teeth, but I don't know that for a fact. <laughs> that's, that's one of my favorite characters ever. Awesome. Though he's so incredibly cheesy. Especially the name. I mean, they didn't even try to be creative. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I got trivia. Pop quiz here. Tyler, do you know what Bond's first appearance was? Um, I don't know. I don't know what the first book was. Be a Casino Royale. That's actually what I was going to guess. 1953. And uh, it only took him, what, 60 years to make the movie version? Well, I think <laughs> there's another Casino Royale. But it, it's like a parody, though. Yeah, it's like really campy, and there might even be like singing or something in it. But it's not really considered part of the canon. Right, it's not the Eon Productions. Mm. It doesn't have their their blessing. Yeah. Um. Okay. What is James Bond's call sign? 007? 007. Oh. I thought it was too easy. Yeah. It was a little easy. Can you think of any any other double O's? Are there any other double O's mentioned in the movie? Yeah, there's 006 and Goldeneye. Trevelyan. Yeah. Uh, Sean Bean. What a great actor. Yeah. But wasn't there a couple double O's in like you can only live twice or live and let die or something. I feel like they've been in other movies, but they always die like right off the bat. Or you like you never hear their names. Yeah. 
you just know that like 004 got killed on the job and 007 like you hear it like over the radio broadcast or something like yeah because remember as a kid I always thought that was really cool because I always wanted to know more about the other ones because the seventh double O agent seems to be the best you know according to lore (laughs) you'd think they'd make him like triple O yeah something if he's that good yeah Okay, this is a double part question. James Bond, in about every film, he goes to visit the the home branch, and then right. he visits somebody to get gadgets. Who's that? Q. Q. What does Q stand for? Queer. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, Quindleton. I don't know. No, it is not a. It's a designation. It has nothing to do with his name. It means a quartermaster. Huh. Well, a quartermaster is someone dealt with horses. No, he a quartermaster is somebody that deals with like supplies and logistics oh, and well, that makes sense. Whatnot. So then, what does M mean? I didn't look that one up. Master. Master. <laughs> well, you know, in Quantum of Solace, he or is it Casino Royale? He he finds out her name. Yeah, she tells him she'll kill him. Yeah, exactly. If he utters another syllable. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, that's right, because he said he always thought it was randomly assigned. Exactly. It stood for something. Mm-hmm. All right. Last question. What kind of gun does James Bond use? Walter PPK. All right. I remember that from the game. Nice. Which game would you be referring to? Goldeneye. The only one that matters. Yeah. Although I did have one on the GameCube that was not terrible, but it wasn't, I don't think it was part of any of the movies. It was like, oh god, I can't remember the name now. I just know that it had, it wasn't based on any movie. I had Nightfire on PS2, and it was, it was pretty good. Um, you know, like a individual storyline had nothing to do with the movies, but you know, all the guns, all the characters were in there. Um, but Goldeneye was still the best mm-hmm. ever. I hate that they tried to reboot it, though, because it failed. Talking about the game? They, they made it for Wii. Oh, yeah. Didn't they have it on Nintendo DS, too? Probably. Just running out of good ideas, you know? Yeah. Um, okay. I know I said last question, but this is kind of a uh, uh, another quiz. A second quiz. Can you name... Everyone that's played Bond in the official Eon Productions yes. franchise: Sean Connery, Roger Moore, who are tied for my personal favorite, then George Lazenby, who's only in one, Timothy Dalton, Pierce Brosnan, and now Daniel Craig. Okay, very nice. Do you know who's played Bond the most? Uh, I think it was Roger. Roger Moore has seven. John Connery has six, but that's not including his non-franchise. Yeah, never that, say never again. Yeah, that weird Hyman related one. I I've only seen it like bits and pieces uh, a while ago, and uh, I actually read that it was it's a remake of Thunderball. See, I don't, I don't remember much about Thunderball, except that it was the one 
I thought it was really, even as a kid, I thought it was dumb. Where they like tricked the pilot with the warhead on board into thinking it was a landing strip because they put lights in the ocean. Yeah. And so he lands in the ocean, and then they steal the warhead off his ship. Well, he doesn't. They don't trick the pilot. He, one of the guys, like a, a secret agent, and he he knocks him out. He's an agent for Spectre. Uh, and uh, oh yeah, don't they give him like a breathing mask and then take him out? Yeah, of shit? yeah. Okay. And then they, he ends up dying later. Yeah, see, I haven't he seen may it. have died in the plane. I think. See, I feel like the, I remember somebody got killed with a harpoon. Yeah, gun. there's a sweet underwater battle. Okay, who's your least favorite Bond? I've never seen George Lazenby. On Your Majesty's Secret Service is actually pretty good. That's, that, the, that's, that's the only one he's in. That's the one where he gets married, too, which is weird. It's Yeah, it is very weird. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Least favorite? I never liked Pierce Brosnan. I thought he was too really? much of, Yeah, I thought he was too much of a pretty boy. That's interesting, because he's the Bond that we grew up with. Yeah, but I also can only think of him as the bad guy in uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. He's <laughs> the jerk who stole Robin Williams' family. I never got over that. What an ass. Yeah, it's a. Uh, I think talking with people, Timothy Dalton's usually like the the go to answer for that question. See, I didn't think he was that bad. He was. He played it pretty. Like, everybody talks about how Daniel Craig, like, rebooted the character and played it like a cold stone killer, but I remember Timothy Dalton, like, slicing people up with a machete and just, like, lighting people on fire. And well, he, he wasn't, like, he didn't have, like, the little stupid innuendo one-liners. Like, he was just killing people. Um, well, those two movies, um, of You Do a Kill and Living Daylines, they were very, they were cold. Like, well, he wasn't in Felix Slider. You Do a Kill is Roger Moore. You're right. What is it? License to Kill. Yeah. Yeah. I always remember View to Kill because it has Christopher Walken. <laughs> Some, like, <laughs> neo-Nazi super child. In his, in his blimp. Yeah, and it has the uh, the Bond girl as the mom from that 70s show. Oh, man. Like, Mrs. Foreman? Or the... No, the next door neighbor, Donna's uh, mom. Donna's mom. Yeah. Golly. God. Hey, speaking of Bond girls, we'll come back to Bond's. Who's your favorite Bond girl? Most memorable. Well, the most memorable would have to be... <laughs> I don't even want to say her name because it's just so ridiculous. But probably... <laughs> I guess Pussy Galore. Pussy Galore. <laughs> just so freaking... Like, it couldn't be any more on the nose if... It's like a 13-year-old wrote the script, um, which is kind of a shame because uh, Goldfinger is probably the best one of all, or close to it. It's definitely like one of the most iconic of all. Um, but in terms of like who I like the best, you can't go wrong with uh, the girl in Dr. No, Honey Rider, I think her name was. Yeah, Ursula Andress. Yeah, she's... I actually saw a list the other day that was talking about Bond girls, and she was ranked number one. Okay, do you think she would be number one if, uh, like, Doctor No is so such a pivotal Bond because it was the first one, it's the first film, right? So, is she dead by default, or do you think? Um, I don't know. 
that's interesting because, excuse me, you say that and I'm looking at your Indiana Jones poster and it's making me think of Marion and how she was the first girl, she's the first indie girl and she's everybody's favorite, but is she everybody's favorite because she was actually the best or is she everybody's favorite just because she was the first one, you know? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I do think that she is very good looking, but I don't remember a lot about the character, so that kind of doesn't speak much. Mm-hmm. Whereas I remember a lot about like <clears throat> some of the later ones. Um, the girl who gets painted gold, pretty awesome, but she's only on screen for like ten minutes. Weird way to die. Yeah, really weird. I really liked in Quantum uh, Solace, even though that movie was not very good. One. Well, the Bond girl in that. Uh, was her, her name Strawberry Fields? Oh my god! She's a, but she's an MI6 agent, and yeah. she comes to collect Mr. Bond because he's he's become rogue. He, oh yeah! Basically, M thinks he killed somebody, and but uh, <coughs> excuse me, she uh she dies by like getting covered in oil. They I mean they pretty much drown her in oil, which hmm. is terrible. Um. And it's not quite the same as getting painted gold everywhere because yeah. she died of like skin suffocation. Yeah. Um, but it's it, I don't know it, it, it's they're paralleled you know it, it, kind of a. I always heard that was what killed the Tin Man in Wizard of Oz was getting painted. Yeah. But I I think I read somewhere else that he didn't actually die. He uh, I think he just got sick. He got like really sick and so they had to change the paint or something. Yeah. And they cool. actually used they switched actors at one point I think. I think so. Because the first one like kind of went crazy from the paint. Well, I don't think they had any... They didn't have any kind of like guidelines for yeah. paint like that. I mean, lead-based is all there was. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm sure he died of cancer or something later on. Yeah, probably. Um, I personally liked Solitaire. Solitaire. Live and let die. Oh, you're talking about Jane Seymour? Jane Seymour. I love Jane Seymour. She has the same birthday as me. That's all. <laughs> and That's she's cool. smoking hot, even at her age, which, she like, mid-50s? Maybe not even that old. I wouldn't say that to her. Wouldn't say that to her? <laughs> she turned 39. When we meet next year for her birthday, I won't say it to her. I think that was, like, her breakout role, too. Yeah. Which is... It's so funny. I'm I'm remembering her part, and I remember she was like the like the virgin tarot card reader, <laughs> and I remember Bond finally gets her in bed because he has that like deck that's every single card is the lovers, and he gets her to like draw a card. Yeah. And it's the lovers, and as they start making out, he drops all stack, and it's every single one. So he kind of like. I wouldn't say date rape. It's like psychic <laughs> date rape. Like he manipulated her. And, I mean, that's like. Well, it's almost like she's. Yeah, I, I guess I have to. <laughs> yeah, like he uh, kind of forced her into like, oh, the spirit world's telling you you gotta have sex with me. Exactly. And then next movie, she's nowhere to be seen. She lost her virginity. <laughs> to, like that's probably the most tragic Bond girl because she lost her virginity to him, only to have him go running out and never see her again, as Bond is apt to do. <laughs> At least the other women were sluts who were used to it. Yeah. Which is weird because well, I'm going to skip to talking about Casino Royale right now because you just reminded me 
Um, Vesper Lind. Yeah. She's she's the main girl in Casino Royale. Yeah. Um, she's also Money Penny. Yeah, I guess like the earlier um, rendition of Money Penny. Hmm. Um, but they don't actually. I, I've got my movies all mixed up right now. What do you? I was thinking of Quantum of Solace is the one. I what I was gonna what I was getting into after you said uh, we're talking about Solitaire was that Quantum of Solace is the first movie that he he doesn't sleep with the main girl. Mm. They haven't seen it. Now I don't yeah. know if I want to. Yeah. They also he never says Bond James Bond. He doesn't say his all, all of his one-liners during yeah. every movie. Well, they were trying to like reboot it. They were from the campy past. Well, Casino Royale was before that, and they, I loved that movie. Yeah, I thought it was good. Um, but I mean, I feel like Bond. Bond is one of those things that I go to it because I want to see like the crazy gadgets and like the goofiness. Like, I mean, Casino Royale was great, right? But I wouldn't be able to tell the difference between like that and the Born Identity if I didn't know what they were. Um, but like, there's just something about seeing like Roger Moore like fight a shark or you know <laughs> give like terrible one-liners and like kill the villain because he puts an air pill in his mouth that makes him infl- inflate like a balloon <laughs> and he pops on the ceiling. I mean, it's ridiculous. And I can't even remember what the what the line was, but he says something about like. Uh, something came up just like horrible but it's still awesome because it's so bad whereas Casino Royale is just kind of like a really good action movie but it's just an action movie it's not like a Bond right movie to me I bet it's almost like Dark Knight to the Batman saga yeah but Batman Begins to I'm sorry I haven't seen I haven't seen well I guess I have seen most of the early Batman movies um, I guess it's just a difference in what I grew up with as opposed to what I was exposed mm-hmm. to later. Of course, then again, the first Batman movie I remember seeing is Batman and Robin, and I thought it was good at the time. <laughs> of course, now even no. now I think it's funny because no. it's so bad. <clears throat> but I've never seen, I've seen George Clooney with nipples, the nipple Batman. That's all I think of. See, I I can't get over like. The Batman credit card that he pulls out because <laughs> they're just so okay. Oh, like who are they billing? Who like when? Oh my god! What I <laughs> what information do they have on file for a Batman credit card? Like where are they mailing his billing statements? <laughs> There's so much wrong with that one scene where he just pulls out a Bat card and we're supposed to just be like, oh yeah, well of course he's a rich millionaire. Well, if he's got a secret identity. Where does it get his painful? That's what I'm saying. Like, do the to the creditors? Like, know oh, well, this is? is weird. Bruce Wayne has an account with us, and so does Batman. They get mailed to the same location. Of secrecy. Yeah, he he only shares a secret with Robin, Alfred, and Visa, and FreeCreditScore.com. Yeah, FreeCreditScore.com. <laughs> Just so ridiculous. Yeah, but even well, like Arnold's one-liners, all the ice puns can be pretty <laughs> awesome. I don't know why we're talking about that movie because it is the worst Batman movie ever. <laughs> it is pretty bad. We digress. Yeah. All right. Let's let's bring it back. Uh, you were saying that you liked the, the campiness, the the goofiness of the Bonds, and 
I, I love that. But I I think there's room in a franchise a for, for all kinds of like interpretations like yeah. like the Dark Knight, yeah, Batman Begins. Those movies are incredible. Yeah, I agree. And um, I we were we were talking to Mark Zekoff the other day. He uh, he was saying that he said Batman Batman Begins and Dark Knight they're not comic book movies. Right. They're movies and they're just dramas and they're you know mm-hmm. they're incredible. Yeah. So I'd argue the same same point with uh, with Casino Royale. Yeah, I would agree to that. <clears throat> and uh, I'm pretty sure Skyfall, that's Bond 23, FYI. Um, IMDb it. It's going to be cool. Um, yeah. it, it's got the same director. Who directed? No, no. Sam, Sam Mendez is Bond 23's director. Okay. If you... Uh, I'm just gonna pull it up here so we can we can know what we're talking about. Oh, he looks old in that picture. Yeah, Daniel Craig's getting old. He signed on for a couple films though. Really? After this, so I remember Paul told me that MGM was bankrupt and they were gonna ever be able to make more bonds. They well, they got bought out. Like oh, somebody purchased MGM, so they're oh, okay. they're finally making Bond movies. But I remember getting Entertainment We is it Weekly Entertainment Magazine. I guess weekly. And uh, I looked at it, and it said, Goodbye, Mr. Bond. And I uh, I just kind of freaked out. It was scary. He cried for like two hours. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Um, but they finally worked it out, and, and Skyfall's here. Um, a little later than expected when they wanted, but mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Uh, it is Javier Bardem. I thought that was Javier Bardem. Bardem. Is in it. I think he's the bad guy. Ralph Fiennes is in it. I like that girl's got Voldemort. Two accented letters in her real name and her movie name. Who? Uh, Bernice Marlowe. And then she's Severine or something. Severine. But both have accents. Wow. Eyes Tyler's saying she's okay. Well, I mean, she's definitely <laughs> hot, but she has a ton of eye makeup on. Anyway, don't really know what it's about yet. Wait, Ralph Fiennes is Ralph in it? Ralph Fiennes is in it. Is he's... he playing Voldemort? <laughs> no. Um, this is Gareth Mallory. Huh. Maybe he's another MI6 agent, bad guy. Who knows? Yeah. I'm excited. One of my other favorite parts of the Bond movies is the the opening sequence, the theme song. Yeah. They're, they're very... Uh, iconic. Iconic, that's the word. Um, so Tyler, what are your favorite theme songs? Easy. View to a Kill. View to a Kill. Only one that matters, Duran Duran. <laughs> I run to that song. Um, I can't even think of another song right now. Well, I guess Live and Let Die. Is pretty good. Um, wait, Cheryl Crow did "Tomorrow Never Dies." Hey, right, quit, quit looking at this. I'm playing my uh, my playlist of Bond intros, but I, I wanted to do a little quiz here. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, put your headphones back in. All right, Tyler, here's your quiz. You have to name the theme song. No cheating. <clears throat> name the movie this comes from. Don't they go hand in hand? Sometimes. Uh, uh, up until Casino Royale, they were, the theme song was the name of the film. Original. Yeah. But they, they have changed it. All right, here we go. Goldfinger. No. Yeah. Can you tell me who's singing? It's Tom Jones. Tom Jones. Is that Thunderball? Thunderball. Recognize it. Nineties. From Russia with love. said it. I didn't hear it. The world is not enough. Oh. I don't know if I ever saw that one. Yeah, so another Pierce Brosnan. Yeah, that's probably what it is. Uh, Christmas Jones. Oh, God. You know that one. Denise Richards. <laughs> I thought Christmas only came once a year. So awful. <laughs> okay. Uh, you get bonus points if you can name the artist here. What can I use my points towards? Madonna uh, died another day. Nice. Who's the Bond girl? Is that Halle Berry? Halle Berry. Is that the one where he goes to Chinese prison camp? Yes, that was that was like one of the coolest opening scenes. Yeah, I remember it. Like he gets tortured. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's not named after the movie. 
get a 50-50 shot here because I just remember what I just said no they stopped naming the songs after the film oh after Casino Royale yes okay do you know who's singing Miley Cyrus <laughs> <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if they ever get her to sing a, a Bond theme <laughs> I would like listen, I would listen, I would him too Oh boy. <laughs> uh, that was Chris Cornell. Ah. Uh, a body of slave. Oh, in yeah. Soundgarden. He's doing like a solo album now. I, I don't know if you listen to him. He's really good. I've heard some of uh, Soundgarden. He uh, does a cover of Billie Jean. Hmm. It's like acoustic version. Hmm. Incredible. Hmm. I just like it. I don't know. I like it. All right. Here we go. Next song. All right. I recognize the game music. Um, well, no. I'm thinking of the main Bond theme from the game. Who's singing that? Tina Turner. Tina Turner. I can't hear the words, though. Am I supposed to be able to? Yeah. She just started singing. I know, but when it starts, it sounds like she's underwater. I can't hear her talking at all. Who couldn't hear Tom Jones? <laughs> What's your favorite Tom Jones song? Go. It's not unusual. Uh, do a little cover for us? Nope. <laughs> uh, okay, last last one. You may not get this one. Quantum of Solace? Quantum of Solace. I haven't seen it. That's alright. Why would they use Jack White? Dude, this song is sweet. Yeah, it's Jack White. My Lord. Cover my eyes. Yes, you can open your eyes. Tell them what the music was. <clears throat> alright, if you can... If you can name your favorite Bond staple, what is it? Like, like Banging chicks. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's be a little bit more surface level here. Banging blonde chicks. <laughs> so, like, what's my favorite, like, blonde uh, cliche? Yeah, blonde, blonde cliche. 
I said blonde. (laughs) 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 Oh, man. Uh, I would say the martini thing, but I'm not a martini drinker, so I don't really find that that cool. You'd like martinis, man. I like them okay. I'm just not big on clear liquor. My dad drinks martini like five times a week. I mean, I've been thinking about trying to spice up the drinking a little bit this summer. Like, get actual mixes and... Like, like manly drinks? Yeah, like try to drink like Old Fashions and Martinis and Tom Collins and we stuff. We should do a podcast on manly drinks. I would do it. Coming soon. Yeah. 2014. <laughs> 2012. <laughs> uh, favorite staple. I mean, I gotta love the gadgets. Because I loved them as a kid, even though now it's insane how dumb most of them were. And Q. Yeah, I mean, Q was just always funny. Yeah. Um, the pen is mightier than the sword. <laughs> yeah. Crap like that. Uh, it's a Pierce Brosnan flick for you listeners. I don't remember which one exactly. I think it's Goldeneye. It's Goldeneye, because he, he clicks the pin, yeah. 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 It's like three times of arms it, and three times it disarms it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, the cars. The cars are pretty awesome. Do you know what the original Bond cars? Oh. Aston Martin? It's an Aston Martin. Exactly. Um, other cars he's used. Can you name any others? I'm sure he's had BMW in there somewhere. Well, they like Casino Royale. They brought it's a Aston Martin VTOL Vanquish, I think. Vanquish, which is an incredible car, and they totally trashed it when he flips it. Uh-huh. Oh, and I cried almost. It, it's a beautiful automobile. <laughs> I didn't realize Timothy Dalton only ever did two. Yeah. For some reason, I thought he had at least a couple under his. Tyler staring at the, the movie list here. He only did two. Huh. Which, uh, Daniel Craig was, well, he's got three now, but Pierce Brosnan, I didn't realize, did four. I, I always I forget know. about, I, I think what it happens is Tomorrow Never Dies and The World Is Not Enough kind of get combined. That's what me, I always in my do. mind. Goldeneye stands out big time. Goldeneye was classic. And then Die Another Day. Was so, well, it's like so different. Is that that's the one with Halle Berry, right? Yeah. So that one stands out. The other two, those they really easily blend. Mm-hmm. A little fun fact here: Goldeneye and Quantum of Solace have the same director, Martin Campbell. If you're out there listening, you're a badass. Dude, those are some, probably is. Those are two of my favorite films, and I, I guess in 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 cinema. Really? Yeah. John Glenn. You think that's the same astronaut John Glenn? No. What if, though? <laughs> John Glenn, you you are a man's man. Look how many he directed. Yeah, he did half the Moors and both Dalton's. Five. Jeez. He did Vito Kill. Okay. All right, back to Bond Stables. What's your favorite? You said Q. Yeah. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna put it in one here. You think? I am a big fan of the opening scene. Mm-hmm. It kind of sets the tone for the movie, and and sometimes it's not even related. What most of the time they're not even related. Mm-hmm. Which so you get like this short story of an action scene, 
together, maybe. Yeah. So unfortunately, our audio just cut out, and uh, what you just missed was Tyler comparing James Bond to Obi Wan Kenobi. Um, it only cut out for about five seconds, so hopefully you can still gather what we're talking about. Uh, we apologize, and back to the show. Hang on, Rosen. Then I said it wrong because he keeps his last name and changes his first name. Either way, they're both idiots. The point is, like, he would change his last name, but he'd still be James. It's like an alter ego. Yeah, and he would he would still, like, introduce himself in the same way. Like, he'd be James Brown, which would be awesome if he actually ever did that. <laughs> and he would introduce himself as Brown, James Brown. And it's, like, really? Your signature move? Like, your calling card? You don't think maybe they'll pick up on it? And they always do. Like, they always know who he is. They just let him go on pretending that he's, you know... John or James Smith or something like gotcha. that. Yeah, that's funny. It, it kind of adds to the campiness of the, the older films now. Yeah, because I remember Roger Moore doing it a lot. and You can't get much campier than Roger Moore. Which, those are some of my favorites. Mine too. Like, yeah, they're so goofy, but mm-hmm. I love them. Yeah, me too. Um, one of the things I think I really like is just how In every single movie, obviously, since the 60s when they started making them, times have changed. The technologies have changed. Yeah. Like, some people ask, well, if it's the same guy, how do you, how do you, you know, how does he, how is he so young in all, all these decades and all, all these time periods? And, mm-hmm. uh, what do you think? Well, I actually read this online somewhere. Um, it was like a list of, fan theories that make movies even better like you know because fans always have like crazy theories but these were ones that actually like kind of make sense and one of them was that uh 007 and also like the name james bond is the code like that's given to the agent and through all those movies it's not the same person it's like the new james bond the new agent the new 007 and that's why there's such a huge variety in their personalities. You have one, George Lazenby getting married, and then you have, you know, Roger Moore dressing up as a clown and being super campy. You have, like I said, Timothy Dalton, like, setting people on fire and just, like, cold-blooded killers. Same thing with Daniel Craig. And the characters around them, like, age and change, you know, M and Q and all those people. Gender. Yeah, they change <laughs> gender. And, like, obviously it's new people taking over. And so it just makes sense. I mean, for God's sake, Daniel Craig's a blonde. Like, they didn't even try to hide that they just changed their hair color. Um, And so it definitely makes sense that it's, like, a code name that uh, they just pass along with each new agent. Yeah, I like that. It it makes it so that James Bond could go on forever. Right. You know, which is is awesome. You know, Mm -hmm. like, I, I hope they're still making these movies 100 years from now. Justin Bieber stars yeah. <laughs> his cryogenically frozen body. Yeah, <laughs> that would be a trip. He's Canadian, so a lot of those are, are British immigrants. True, <laughs> could be French Canadian though. I don't think he is. Um, who do you think should play the next one? I remember when when Daniel Craig was chosen. I remember like reading the list of of James Bonds that they 
the actors that auditioned for it. Yeah. I think it should be Modern Family's Eric Stowe Street. <laughs> A.K.A. Cam. Uh, he, well, we have to, he, he gives mad props from everyone because he's a straight man playing an incredibly gay dude. Yeah, he plays it very well. It's so, so well done. Um, who would I want to be the next one? Uh, I don't know. Ryan Gosling? Oh, God, no. <laughs> um, if you see Tyler on the street, ask him how he liked the driver. Two hours of nothing <laughs> but driving literally driving oh god it was so terrible anyway a good soundtrack um I don't know I can't think of any like actors now who are like kind of young who I would want to see cause it kind of has to be someone who's unknown cause I mean most of the actors have been relatively unknown before they became James Bond and actually, when you think about it, a lot of them never really went on to anything else. Excuse me. That's Sean, usually, Sean usually, Connery and Pierce Brosnan are probably the exception. Yeah. Well, that's usually like the Bond girl curse. curse. Yeah. You know, they don't end up doing anything. Besides Jane Seymour, yeah. Halle Berry was already popular. Yeah, that so doesn't, doesn't count. count. But, it's, I mean, it's kind of... I mean, they're mostly... They're really just chosen because they're hot. And very few of them have ever been good actresses in any of the they're always really like wooden and vapid and all that so it, it makes sense that they wouldn't get any other acting roles I don't know though I really can't yeah. think of a actor I would want to see take over for right now I remember Clive Owen was part of the the list mm-hmm. do you know who I'm talking about children of children, men. children of men yeah I mean yeah, I think he looks the part yeah um, how about I, I've been impressed with him. How about so. Jake Lloyd? Oh, the kid needs work, dude. Don't, don't go there. <laughs> We're not gonna talk about Star Wars. He, he could have a chance to redeem his legacy as uh, the next Bond, and he's mm, blonde, so he can keep up with that theme. Okay, but yeah, you just—I think I just threw up in my mouth. How about Tobey Maguire? Since he doesn't have Spider-Man anymore, <laughs> I want to see him do. Why stuff. don't we just go and skip Tobey Maguire and? And uh, give it to Andrew Garfield. <laughs> yeah, seriously, kid with messy hair. I'm excited about that movie. Eh, it's just weird that they're rebooting it like just four years later or something like that. Hey, man. You know, Spider-Man 1 and 2 I thought were great. Yeah, 2 is one of my favorite superhero movies of any of them. Like, it's up there with Dark Knight for me. Well, you know, 3 kind of just killed the whole franchise. It was bad, but... No, it was awful see i don't think it was that bad it was awful i just think that it it was it had too many villains which a lot of movies encounter when they get to three or more they try to do too many villains because they gotta go bigger and better and then the whole emo peter parker thing was obviously retarded but it was still a good movie like everybody was still acting good and it just there there are other there are other trilogies or more that have kept going past worse movies. I mean, they're making a Hangover 3 and I didn't see Hangover 2 and I don't that, want to because I've heard how it's, awful it is. It's like it's cliche now to, to like Hangover. I mean, but people love it. 
Yeah. People love Spider Man. I, I, I love Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. Uh, he's actually not Tobey Maguire. Do you know that? Um, this is just a shout out to Aaron Hall. Uh, your brother was a great Spider Man, but uh, this new guy's he's going to be good, I think. Aaron Hall. Aaron Hall is a friend of mine, yeah. and her brother looks exactly oh. like. Okay. I, they're the same person. That's funny. <laughs> anyway, um, bring it back to Bond. I'm gonna name my my top five films here. Do you okay. have a list? Um, Don't name them yet. I'll I'll get to you. Okay. I'll let you think. Um, starting with number five, Thunderball. It uh, it's got a great. It's one of my favorite. It's Tom Jones. It's, you know, great theme. Uh, great, great moments during the film. I, the underwater battle is just really cool. Um, I like anything to do with. I think it's like a Harrier jet, maybe. Yeah. I, maybe not. I don't, I don't remember. But uh, my fourth favorite is Moonraker. <laughs> What's funny is a lot of places, a lot of. Uh, I've read a lot of articles that have listed the Bond movies. Mm. Moonraker is usually the last on the list. It's, it's pretty usually ridiculous. considered the worst Bond film ever. Well, they have that like whole laser fight in space uh, with all the astronauts floating it's around. It's so cheesy. And but, the whole idea of like Nazis in space, like yeah. the super race on the moon. It's <laughs> pretty ridiculous. It, there were so many outrageous things about it, but I think I think when, the first time I saw it, I, I mean, I've always been a bit of a space nerd. Yeah. And, I mean, they're on a space shuttle. They, yeah. I mean, it's so cool. Well, yeah, as a little kid hearing Bond in space, you'd like freak yeah. out. But it's, when you're older, yeah. you see just how it's there's zero reality to it, and that's what makes it like the stakes aren't very high because it's not realistic and it's just right. you can't get past that over the top. I mean, he has zero G sex in the end. Like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. Uh, it, just, it just sticks with me. It, Oh, I still like it, but uh, number three for me, "Live and Let Die." Okay. Um, you know, we're we're both Southern. I think we can appreciate the fact that they come come into Old South, into Louisiana, in, in Cajun country, mm-hmm. and they they film this awesome Bond yeah. flick, and it, it is missing some of the best Bond moments, Bond staples like. Uh, I think this is. I think I don't think Q shows up. Um, he doesn't really have a car. I mean, he just you know. But it's an incredible, incredible theme song. Yeah. That song has gone on to be like. I mean, I think it like top the charts. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, Paul McCartney and the Wings. Yeah. And then Guns N' Roses did a cover of it later. Yeah. Whatever. Live and die. Awesome. Uh, number two. Is Goldeneye? <laughs> Tyler just got a uh, a nice little hot fudge sundae with my mommy. I don't think he's gonna share it. She asked me what we were doing. I said podcast. She thought I said podcast. Podcast. Her eyes got all wide. She was like, "What?" <laughs> Your eyes are a little red today. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, so yeah. Number two favorite Goldeneye. 
Timothy Dalton's, uh, what did I just say? Veto Kill? That's Veto. Roger Moore. Yes. God. License to Kill. Yeah. License to Kill came out in 89. You know, chronologically, that came out after we were born. But GoldenEye is the first film that we remember seeing. Um, I mean, it's our childhood. It, it made the best video game ever. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I think it's pivotal to the 90s kids and teenagers, even adults, I, I think. Um, Pierce Brosnan's first film, no matter how you feel about him, that was the best one. Um, you know, what a great story. Number one, and uh, it's Casino Royale. I just, it was, it was like, I don't know. Going back to the Batman thing, I, I love Batman Begins and Dark Knight because I, I love bringing this serious tone to some movies. Yeah. I, I love the goofy, campy stuff, but this like serious action movie mm-hmm. was awesome. And they did such a great job with Casino Royale. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it was like, it was an origin story. Yeah. You know, it was the first book that Ian Fleming wrote. And, you know, incredible. Yeah. Everything about it. Um, I'm going to get sappy here, but it's also the first movie I took Ash to go to. Our first date. <laughs> <laughs> Man. Sweet. Yeah. You don't remember watching much of it, eh? <laughs> oh, man. No comment. That says it all. All right, Tyler. What's your top five? Um, get it out in between your smacking of your ice cream. Well, I think number five would probably be A View to a Kill. Because um, I like it. Christopher Walken, you can't go wrong with that. But it's so Christopher Walken impression. Mr. Bond, <laughs> I'm gonna have to kill you now. Yeah, that's that better. is actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah, um, but it's still pretty Pin ridiculous. <laughs> Two mice fell into a vat of cream. <laughs> Which one lived? Um. But it's still pretty ridiculous. With the whole, like, neo-Nazi thing, and, like, I think there's something about horses getting tranquilizers, and, not tranquilizers, but, like, performance-enhancing drugs. Like the Kentucky Derby? Yeah. It was pretty ridiculous. Yeah, it was a good one, though. Yeah. Um, number four, I think I'd have to go with... Probably, probably Man with the Golden Gun. Ooh, Sticking man. with the Roger Moore theme. Just because I thought that was an awesome premise. Like, you know, the assassin who can take you down with only one bullet. That was a good one. And then Nick Knack was just a great villain, the little midget. <laughs> um, and then the random, like, oh yeah, and he has three nipples. Because why not? Like, that was just so weird that they yeah. threw that in, but I like it. Um, Scaramanga. Yeah, Scaramanga. And Christopher Lee, Saruman. And also, I think he played Dracula one, too. Kind of Dooku, but... Uh, yeah. 
also I just read about him the other day that he is he has he's the tallest leading actor how do they phrase it he's the tallest actor with the most leading credits under his belt something like that because he's like six three and a half and he has more leading roles than any actor that tall ever or taller because I mean most and when you think about it, it makes sense because excuse me when you start getting taller <laughs> than that you get like Chewbacca and that's a very ambiguous statistic <laughs> yeah but I still think it's cool because that's how tall I am, six three. <laughs> so it gives me hope that I can break his record. You can be a leading actor one day. Yeah, and have three nipples. But <laughs> okay, so those those two, and then um, probably have to go with "Live and Let Die." It was one of the first ones I remember watching as a kid, um, and I love Jane Seymour because of my birthday and because she's really hot. And I like the old New Orleans backdrop. The boss is pretty cool too. Um, There's like the voodoo guy, and the main guy was called like hit some crazy name like Big Papa or Fat Domino or something like that. But I don't really remember. Katanga was it? Or yeah, Katanga. I think that was him. I didn't know it was a different one, but. And then. Uh, probably next would be Dr. No, first one. Pretty iconic. Uh, you know, the robotic hands. Uh, it was surprisingly realistic. It, it Back then, it wasn't so campy. Of course, none of the Sean Connery ones ever got super campy. They were always pretty straightforward. And I guess that kind of makes sense because, you know, he was always fighting Russians, and that's like height of the Cold War. You know, Dr. No, I think... Uh, no, that one doesn't go to Cuba. I think that's Jamaica they go to. But they still had, like, a very real enemy to fight, you know, with the Russians. Um, and then number one, I gotta go Goldfinger. Because it's just, I mean, it's iconic. Right. Odd job. Or yeah. Goldfinger, you know, the whole, you know, you expect me to talk. No, Mr. I Bond, expect, expect you to, you to die. die. I mean, just so many, like... Yeah, I, w- I mean, I don't know for a fact, but I'd have to say it's probably been mimicked the most. Like, when things parody James Bond, you know, if it's like The Simpsons or South Park or something, odds are they're probably lifting something from that movie. Yeah. Because I know, like, The Simpsons had used the laser thing before. Um, Austin Powers had, uh, what was his name? The guy who threw a shoe. He was supposed to be like, odd no, no, job. it's a random task. Yeah, who's in... Prison for killing somebody, <laughs> and then he got his uh, sentence extended because he killed his cellmate. I swear to God, look it up. He's a cold-blooded murderer. <laughs> no, I like your choices. They're all they're all old school. Um, you know, I one day I think I'm gonna have like a, a James Bond marathon and watch every single film. <laughs> In order. Oh, God. I don't know how long it would take. I remember TBS used to do, uh, like, James Bond. The Bondathons? Yeah. Well. That was how I saw the majority of now them. Now it's like Spike TV. Like, every, yeah. you, you can see them Thanksgiving, Christmas. No, I want to watch them. I Spike love TV. it. Yeah. They show Star Wars a lot, too, now. Yeah. I wonder if they, are they owned by the same people as TBS? I don't know. Because TBS used to have the rights to, like, all those movies. Yeah. 
sense. Um, what else can we? Let's try and end in here on uh, something, something Bond. I kind of out of stuff here. Um, they should do the James Bond prequel and show him as a teenager in prep school and like how like the first girl he lost his virginity to and show him like getting his chocolate milk chicken not stirred and stuff like that yeah like uh, young Indiana Jones yeah oh, excuse me well the solos weren't bad yeah well Skyfall Bonds 23 comes out this November November 9th get excited um, I'll see you at the premiere and uh, that's about it uh, you have any closing lines bond lines um, quit thinking I'm going to click it up <laughs> no alright we'll, we'll we'll go to iTunes for that um, thank you for listening to the Grit Podcast, uh, the show where we talk about manly things. And uh, please follow us on Twitter at the Grit. That's our Twitter handle. Um, and look at our website, thegritpodcast.com. Uh, on the site, you can find an Amazon link. Click on it and, and shop for anything. It'll kick back a couple cents, bucks to us and, and help us continue doing this. And uh, be much appreciated. Um, Go buy the Bond movies on Amazon. Buy the Bond movies on Amazon. Awesome. They uh, just released them on Blu-ray, by the way. Uh, if you're one of those people. I'm not. <laughs> CRTV all the way. Um, insert catchy closing line here. When you were young and your heart was an open book, you used to say, Live and let live. You know you did, you know you did, you know you did. But if this ever changing world in which we live in, Makes you give in and cry. Say, live and let Um. Quit thinking I'm going to click it up. <laughs> no. Alright, we'll, we'll, we'll go to iTunes for that. Okay. Um. Thank you for listening to the Grit Podcast, uh, the show where we talk about manly things.